Hey, what's good, my friends? Hope you've had a great start to the year. Thanks for joining me for another episode of The Lamar Show. We're back. We're back on. Um, I thought I'd start this year with a lady. There's been quite a few guys on. So I thought, yeah, why not? We're talking to another CEO, the president of Capital Records UK. Uh, I spoke to her partner in crime, Nick Raphael, last year, and that was a good one. If you haven't checked it out, go and check it out. It's episode number five. I went on a deep dive on uh, Nick's history. Today is all about Joe Charrington. Uh, when it comes to female a she has forged a path to becoming one of the world's, the world's uh, best a women. So uh, you're in good company. If you're a lady or a man who has a dream, uh, I think there's something you can learn from Joe's story, her tenacity, her hard-lined approach. Uh, but I don't know, she's soft in the centre, though. Soft in the centre. I'll let you be the judge. Let's do it. The Lily Man Show. Hey, it's really in your face. Like, it's right there. All right, hi, Joe. Hi, Lamar. Uh, um, thanks for... For, for joining me. Thanks for inviting me. It's, no, it's, it's, it's cool. I've been talking to loads of uh, people we both know. Well, so I've heard. Yeah, one of them being your partner in crime. My work husband, as he's often known. Your work husband? Yes, yes. Oh, right, your work husband. Yes, Mr. And Nick Raphael. See, that, that shows when you've been working together a very long time, because like, if you said work husband, usually there's a, a wife that looks over the shoulder like, what, what did you say? What did you say? But you see, you're just both comfortable. No, that's my co-partner, my work husband wife best, best friend best friend yeah the whole lot it's yeah. good uh yeah obviously i can't talk to them without talking to you as well excellent um and i thought you know it would be cool to to know where joe started well my um my journey into music started because my mother was a session singer in the 60s so i was Whoa. yeah um she had a backing group called the three quarters and they the three quarters yeah the three quarters um they supported roy orbison and lulu and artists nice. like that so when I was driving to him, you know, she would drive me and my sister to him from school when yeah. we were little and we would always sing. And it would be- Is it? Yeah, always, we'd always Joe, sing. No, Joe, 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 <laughs> Joe, why, why would you say that? And then I've known you for how many years? I've never heard once. No, I don't have a great not voice. Not once have I heard your voice. This is- no, I can sing in tune. Shocking. I can sing in tune. I can harmonize. I've got a good ear, but I've got a very bland voice. I'm, I'm not a lead singer, but that's how my kind of ear- yeah. Um, I think what what, what kind of songs did you sing? Um, what type? We, uh, no. Well, the basics like okay. London's Burning when we were really little, you know, like okay, that, London's like, like proper yes, basics, yeah, right, like going right. far, far back, <laughs> and then probably things like um, like do do run run, like really old. Oh yeah, do run run run. the money and my heart sits still. Ooh, that kind of thing. I'm gonna I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out that one section. <laughs> I'm gonna sell it online. Let's see how it goes. Um, so kind of yeah, sixties stuff, and their melodies are really simple and their nursery rhyme uh simple and i guess that kind of you know you don't realize it at the time but it's it gets programmed soaking into, in it's yeah. soaking into the to the hard drive in here um and then i went to school and at school what what kind of girl were you like at school i was a good a little bit naughty but mainly good girl like i i, I never oh. quite crossed the line but okay. i was naughty enough to be in with the, the in crowd okay and All then right. um when i was 17 doing my a levels i was at school in salisbury and I answered an ad. A Salisbury. Where did you grow up? Oh, uh, Hampshire. 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 So, but but right. we. All, my dad worked in London, so I was up and down to London quite a lot. Born right. in London, in fact. Okay. Um, right. Born in Kingston. London girl. London, kind of a London girl, but most of the time was spent in the countryside, and it's pretty boring. Yeah. And I used to spend my Sundays recording 
the top 40 on my tape recorder in the um, in the changing rooms and listening to the chart rundown. Tape recorder, remember those? Tape things? recorder, Same yeah. Course, and at the time I just thought, well, that's what everyone does. But it wasn't what everyone did. I was yeah. the only one that did it and I brought my friends <laughs> along with me. So I, I was definitely more into music than my my friends when I was growing up. Okay. Um, do you remember what you wanted to do no, in school? No, I was no? pretty rubbish. I, okay. I did really badly in my... I didn't get any A's in my O levels as it was okay. then. I did really badly in my A levels. I thought cool. I was really, cl- I thought I was quite clever, but yeah. I just until I just, you took the test. And they're like, just, oh, oh, maybe. Um, what's going on here? Is there something wrong with the test? I mean, I, I know I'm clever. So what's this? What's yeah, going on? I don't think I, like, I don't. I, I maybe I just didn't work very hard. I was yeah. definitely having fun. I was kind of hanging out. I was very That's sociable. What yeah, I was having a good time, and yeah, I, I did. I did okay. I just about passed. It wasn't a very academic school, but it's all good. you know, in the meantime, I was. I was always, um, God, it's all coming back to me now, but I had the lead roles in most of the kind of school productions. And we- I, So I was, you're a confident kid then? I was yum yum in the Mikado. And it was when I was oh, about man. 16. And See, I was, I was, I was such a shy kid. So you're, you're just like out there dominant, you know, in the yeah, whole lead role kind of- I think I, I think I knew I could sing and I guess my mum had given me confidence and okay. I enjoyed it. I definitely right. enjoyed it. Was your mum still doing the whole quartet thing? Not then. So she pretty much stopped that when she had us because in the olden days, yeah. which wasn't that long ago, <laughs> uh, you know, women, a lot of the husbands were like, I don't really want you to work anymore. It was always, a, yeah. has been a bit of a regret of hers and probably a reason that I'm, I'm so strong headed working. Yeah. And going for it. Yeah. Independent. Uh, do you know, it's a side, a little sidetrack. Do you know what my son said to me the other day? What did he say? He said, I came into the kitchen. I was making some food. Mm. He said, um, dad, I said, yeah. He goes, you know, when you were younger, I said, yeah. He said, was that the olden days? Was Queen Victoria alive? Oh my goodness. I was like, do you know what? Go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. It's like that. It's 10 a.m. It Go to bed fast. anyway. It goes fast, but we are. Wow. It, it's olden days. The olden days. Yeah. So she, anyway. she was very much you got to be, you know, she encouraged me to be independent and to work and you not to bit. rely on people. Yeah, I, I did. Maybe, maybe, maybe a bit too much, but um, <sighs> it definitely helped me. You know, you talked about consistency and, you know, managing to sort of maintain a position yeah. and maintain a career. And I think that kind of foundation that she gave me. Grafting foundation. You've got to graft it, especially yeah. in, the, you know, when you're younger and in, in the first few years, you've got to, you've got to want it more than, more than the other person. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so you, you finished school, you flunked at O-levels. You're like, ah, that's not for me, whatever. D- and then you thought, do you know what? What? Well, I did my A-levels. Yeah. And while I was doing my A-levels, I answered an ad in the newspaper um, for a band that were looking for a backing singer. So you so you liked the music. I You're like, did. okay, I want to do this. All oh, right. And I joined the band and they were called um, Shoot the Tooks. Hold on, hold on. You actually joined the band. You, 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 I did an you audition. applied for that. Yeah, right. Yeah. You did an audition. Did was, an audition. Was it like a oh, girl band, girls was, and guys? It was guys. It was um, lead singer, keyboard player, bass, guitar. And I the song that I auditioned was Rock With You. Michael Jackson. Oh man. Um, yeah. Just nice. a brilliant one of my, actually that, yeah, off the wall. That's a brilliant one. Song. It's a brilliant album, right? A brilliant album, yeah, yeah. Brilliant album. So that was my audition, backing singer. Yeah, I got the gig. And then. Nice. So you were the lead singer? I was a backing singer. No, no, I told backing you before. Right. Oh no, yeah, no, singer. you like to be, okay. I do not have the, cool. t- I've just got a bog standard, yeah. good little. That's cool. B- you B- can B- keep B- the tones. And I can hear a harmony. So you, don't, you don't really have to tell me what to do. So. <laughs> So you, you had all the all the moves and I used to stand. I had long long kind of dark hair, and I just smoke a cigarette because that's what you did in those days. Yeah, <laughs> and do my oohs and my ahs. So and, and so Joel, ones. you must somewhere, and I will get one from you. You must have a picture of that of that. 
You must. I, I don't know if I you do. Liar. I, I can see it in think, your eyes. I You've don't know it. if I do. I've got a recording, which you're definitely not hearing, but I don't know, I don't know if I've got a picture. But we actually... It's You've funny. got a picture from that time, that time period. We'll, di- we'll see if we can dig it out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But we actually jo- we, we um, competed in... There was a competition called Battle of the Bands. I don't know if it still happens. Battle of the Bands? That's, that's an Maybe. American... Uh, uh, there's an American show called Battle yes, of the Bands but this now. Is like a it's lo- probably based on that. Probably. It's like Southwest, North, you know, Northeast, Northwest. And we competed in that and came second. And then I joined another band at the same time called the Amazing Exploding Trouser Band. I mean, these names are pretty, <laughs> really embarrassing. But we were a covers band. <laughs> the, ama- sorry, the Amazing, the amazing exploding, exploding Trouser, trouser band. band. And I just want to say that these are not my bands. Like, I'm just joining these bands. How long um, did how long did the Amazing Blah Blah Blah? I mean, like, I don't, maybe how, it could be still going. I mean, head down to Salisbury, <laughs> who knows? But it was, um, I, I did the two and, and we used to do weddings and yeah, um, yeah. stuff like that. And that was... A bit of pocket money. I mean, sweet. Yeah. How long? So, did, how many? Like, how long did that last? Must, did must have been a, a like a year. Or it, you know, when you're younger, it all feels like it was a lifetime. Yes, yeah. But it was probably years. probably a year and a half or something like that. Okay, that's cool. Um, and then, even though I'd done terribly badly in my business studies A level, I had a place to study it at Kingston Polytechnic. Nice. I was, re- I was really interested. I loved business studies, and I thought I was predicted an A, and I think I got a D. Okay. And I do sometimes wonder if I should have got that remarked. But anyway, I left school, went to Kingston Polytechnic, absolutely hated it. Did I think did a term and then just said to my parents, look, I want to work in the music business. I've got a plan. I I had a little plan of how to do it. Um, And they said, "Okay, if that's what you want to do, we'll we'll support you. And that's a key moment in my life, because if they hadn't done that, I might yeah. have grinded it out, being miserable. I might have lost my passion for music. You know, who knows yeah. what, what might have happened. So they said they will will support you in whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I said. Did I'd, you know what you wanted to do? Well, all I knew because you couldn't Google, you know, jobs in music or Google record. didn't exist. No, it was so. nothing. It was just I want to work in music. Okay, so I'm gonna do a. I'd done a few jobs in in the holidays. I used to come up to London and do yeah. like reception work in a catering company and this that, and the other. So I did a found a course it was a bilingual so I'm quite quite good at French and again I think that relates at to French? Being, uh, having a good ear I had a really uh, good yeah, yeah. A, a really good accent bonjour bonjour and um, bonjour madame uh, so I found a bilingual secretarial course I did shorthand and my plan was I'm just going to get shit hot at being the best secretary I can be PA nice. right. and then I'm going to get a job somewhere in a in a record label and just oh so still there. at the back of your mind it was still music 100% but it was okay. just ha- ha- what's my entry point and yeah, that's yeah, all I can yeah. think I didn't know anyone you I didn't thought know I've done the amazing exploding trouser band yeah. I don't think that's the route we're, I'm going to take in we're not going to get a deal so, um, yeah. exactly <laughs> okay. exactly I didn't even yeah that's record deal stuff hadn't even crossed my mind at that point but yeah I um just thought that's my routine didn't yeah. like I said didn't know anyone there was a magazine which is still going called music week oh yeah music the, week. the only sort of the, the industry bible bought that you know it's pretty logical stuff yeah. looked in the back and there was an agency called handle recruitment and they i basically joined them and okay. they got me my first job in and that's how i got in handle recruitment okay. i'm still going so like a um they're like a not not a job thing like but a, like like a, like a recruit like a, like a recruitment ten, agency. Temp agency yeah and they and yeah. um and they got me my first job which was you, yeah attempt it in Wow. I tempt it in because really? the thing is, I mean, even See, I like that. I like yeah, that. it's like you just got to It's just just get, get in, in. Just get in yeah. somehow. Get your foot, get your toe in the door. It's the same now. Like the difference now is you can get it. You know, there are internships and things like that, and you can yeah. you you know, there's when they're internships then or not that I, I don't you kind know, of had I don't to know so. someone like, though maybe. And there wasn't like a website you go and look at. You know, yeah. you, you needed that that middle person yeah. to to tell you. Yeah, and I didn't. 
you know, I didn't, my dad wasn't in the music industry or, yeah. you know, didn't work at a record company. I didn't have any of those connections, which can, you know. Can help can or really at least it'll get yeah. you closer. Once but once closer. you're, you know, the thing about anything I think is if you get in, then it's on you, right? There we go. That's what I say. Anyone can get lucky, but once you there get you there, exactly. What, what, uh, you know, yeah. are you it or not? Yeah. You know, so, um, wow. Okay. Are you going out for lunch or are you saying yeah. and seeing if someone else needs some extra help, someone yeah. that you don't necessarily work with, but you say, do you need, you know, can I, can I help you with that? Can I do yeah. this? Can I yeah. take this upstairs? Like you just get busy and get yeah. in people's faces. You see, I was talking to, I think it was Tim, Tim Clark. And he, I think at the end, I'm not sure if it was on, on the microphone or off, but he was saying, you know, um, there's one thing being a position, being in a position, and even being good at your position, but knowing when to move or move on, or noticing that there's now an opportunity, and not just looking down your path. You know, sometimes you've got to look slightly to the left and slightly mm. to the right as well. And if then an opportunity comes, try and grab it. Yeah, I mean that's really you know? interesting because yeah. I think when I when I look back at my career, when I was you know I started at, I had a job at Music Box, which was a, which was a temporary job, and then my second temporary job was at London Records. Music Box. Music Box was owned by Virgin and they were a TV distribution company, music TV distribution company. And we distributed shows like the Brits. So oh, okay. you had to send like actual videotapes to different territories <laughs> for them to be able to broadcast it, you know. Videotapes. Videotapes. <laughs> yeah. So that was a short lived and then it was London Records. Um, and so, was, so, so the temp thing was you to Music Box. Music Box, first Initially, job. first one. And that was probably six months. And then okay. the second job, London Records. Was London Records. And that became a permanent position. Okay. Yeah. So then that's when the the, 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 the temp agency do one. And then you're... Yes, you're, you're, that's you're it. Then, you, then, you, then you're making your connections. And that's where I met Nick, who I still work with to this day. Okay. Yeah. So that was like... I was 22. I'm not going to tell you how long ago it was because then you're not. You're not, you're not <laughs> three, or, three or four years ago. Yeah, three or four exactly. Years ago. So I was 22, 23 yeah. and it was Roger Ames, uh, legendary, still um, super active uh, and successful. Colin Bell was the managing director. John Reed, who's now at Live Nation. Uh, Pete that's Tong a, was there. That's another thing I've, thing I've noticed and I've said it before. It's like when people do get in, it's like they never leave. It's like they go sideways. They rise in I mean, position. They do, they, they, side, do, they do leave though. It's funny enough. I, do I they? Met, they do. Not everyone not everyone's at last the course. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a long time. There are some people that haven't, aren't still doing it or have, have sort of gone a bit into different yeah. industries. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, do I want to go to first at music box or first at, at London records? Let's go to London. So first at London records, all right. You've done your little bit. Cause did you feel when you got your, your temping job at music box, did you feel I'm now in or do, was it just, you know, I'm just, let me just work somewhere. Music box def definitely wasn't the place that I wanted to be. Yeah. I, I was working for someone who was quite eccentric yeah. and I couldn't really handle it. I was really young. Eccentric? And just like high, high functioning, okay. intelligent, but very difficult person. Okay. And I was too, I wasn't, so all I was dealing with, it was, it was a real PA role was this person. You know, yeah. I wasn't really getting a view of the industry. Yeah. Um, but when I got my job at London and I, the, the first position, position was sales secretary and, uh, my one of my jobs was we had sales reps who used to literally go out with with the cds and take them to record shops and i used to have to fill the boxes every weekend with you know uh information sheets on the releases okay. and um copies of merchandise and yeah. you know make sure they had all the information they need to sell the product in to the record stores and that's when i started learning about ah oh, okay this is this is how the business works this is yeah. how 
records are made and this is how marketing plans come together and and then then that went on to I used to sit in the marketing meetings and take the minutes okay so I, at this point I'm the secretary I'm the kind of l- l- right down the bottom of the yeah. ladder but I'm I'm soaking it all in and then yeah. when Nick starts and joins I've been there for six months so I'm telling him that this is what you need to do duh, duh, duh. so he okay. so we become allies right. and that relationship develops but I was in it, then I got into marketing. So when you're in marketing, Hold on, only six months. So six months, well, six is, months, and then you're. <laughs> well, you know, you said that you you mentioned earlier about you know how long do you stay in a job? Yeah. Um. And I and when you're when you're young and you're in your first jobs, in my head I thought I want to keep moving. I want to keep okay. moving. So the minute I'm not learning anymore, I want to jump onto the next bit. And I think I was at London Records for two years, and then I went left and went to Virgin to work in international. Yeah. I'd like learnt loads. I was, I was commissioning videos by the end of my time at um, London Records. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then how, but then, okay, but you've, you've come in as, as secretary. So then how do you make that? Cause that's not, it's like when people come in and then the post room, like how did you make that navigation or line up with the right people to then tr- start trying to make those, dec- any know, of those decisions? When you're, when, I, when you're in it, and this is, this is the thing I never, Nothing was a conscious, oh, I'm sales secretary. And when I leave, I want to be marketing assistant. So yeah. when I left, I was marketing assistant. So when I, I say I was commissioning videos, I was doing it with product managers. I wasn't a product manager. But still you're trying to give but, your input. So even yeah. to get in the confidence to get to the point where you just, can say those just things. Be, just do what you're asked to do. Fucking, excuse my language. Turn Sorry. up. We can swear. Turn up. Make the cup, make the tea. The, it's really basic stuff. Make, make the cups of tea. Be polite. Always say yes. If there's something you don't understand or can't do, ask. And just... Just I don't be know. I, I, I was I was a perfectionist like like yeah. yourself, and um, be proactive. Don't be annoying. I, don't, I mean, a lot of it's like social nuances that you've kind of either got or you haven't got right. Yeah. And I managed somehow to get people to trust me, and because I got stuff done, then then I would probably ask. I mean, you you do have to ask. You can't just expect people to know what, what's on yeah. your mind, and yeah. um, and that's how you sort of grow and and learn. So mm. right. that's what happened there. Yeah. Okay. So then why did you feel at, uh, when you were at London, what made you move to Virgin? You just felt, you know, well, I've done my time was, here or? Yeah, the, 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 the artists that we were working with at London, it was amazing. They launched E17, um, there was Shakespeare's sister, um, Bananarama, like loads of great acts. But I wasn't that interested in marketing. And so I wanted to see another side of working in a record company. And so... I went to Virgin to work in international. Oh, nice. To see how it kind of works from a global yeah. perspective. So was, in, it, in was, a that, way, was that a big change? Um, it was quite big actually, but in a way it was almost like a process of elimination. Okay, I know I don't want to do that. So let's try something okay, else. Yeah, yeah but, I know I don't want to do that. Because so. I, I don't really know what else there is. Yeah. So international was very different because you're not creating anything. London Records, we were creating, yeah. we were creating, um, what do they call it now? Uh, you know, videos and stuff, content. Sorry, yes. content's yeah. the word. Content but you're creation. creating content all the time and coming up with plans and strategies and da da da. Um, international, you're given the content, you're given the artist, you're given the record, you're given your dates of when you can do promo, and then you're then it's strategy and it's um, yeah, it's planning a global strategy, figuring out you know some artists are going to work better in some markets than others. Um, so it was, it was kind of. The only fun thing actually was so that kind of that's marketing really. Yeah, it is, but it's um, the woman that was running international at the time, Nancy Berry, was absolutely brilliant, and she drove that department quite quite fiercely. Okay, uh, I thought at the time actually 
perhaps if she was a guy, I wouldn't say that. I was going to say, do you, yeah, do you I, feel I, subconsciously uh, inspired by her? A hundred percent. And there okay. were there weren't many women in those big positions. I mean, you could argue there aren't now. Uh, there are probably <laughs> there more, are, yeah. but you know, yeah, more. But yeah, no. but she was just. Um, she was someone that I really looked to. I didn't know how good she was, obviously, till I got there and saw how she operated. But she, you know, she said, you, here, here's the Spice Girls, here's Meatloaf, here's Shaggy, we've got this great record, you're going to break it. You tell me what you need, we'll figure it out. And the, the, they were incredibly successful. So it's a really exciting yeah. environment to be in. And again, you're like, your brain's like a sponge, isn't it? You're yeah. soaking it all up. You almost don't know what you're learning at the time until yeah. until afterwards. So, but, so you feel, looking back, you learned. Yeah, looking there, back, but chunk. I didn't love it. And I only did a year there. I met one of my best friends, Thomas, I'm overseas there actually, who's okay. um, now working back at Universal. That's, right. So he, he, he's um, become a really great friend. Um, but I did a year there and then I went to BMG. I mean, gosh. Uh, Why? No, yeah. just skip over. <laughs> okay. Why did you leave? Um, for, so is you left because you didn't love it, or you? I left? was working for someone. I was still in. I was still in this assistant PA yeah. role, yeah. Um, which took me a while to get out of. I think. I mean, we'll talk about this in a minute, but that's something that's easier for women to do now. Um, what? What is to get out of the assistant PA role? I okay. I was struggling to kind of. All right. So you get felt out. you felt you'd acquired enough knowledge to to move to take a few steps forward. Yeah. And you felt you're being. And kept. I was working for some someone who was again, really good at what they did, but it was I wasn't learning enough. So I was okay. like, not learning. What, where can I go now where I can really get an overview of the whole structure of a of a, of how a label works and how they break acts? And so again, and I think this. I'm, I think I. In fact, I did. I went back to handle, and there was a job. Handle. Oh, the recruitment agency oh, we talked about earlier. Yes, yes, so I'm yes, back yes. at the at handle, I think. And there was a job again. This was an executive assistant for Jeremy Marsh, who was the president of BMG. So he was overseeing it's a big roles. Yeah, he was overseeing. This, this, this handle still put people in, it, in the music it, industry like this. Was, this was a really interesting role because Jeremy was an incredible boss. So he was running RCA, Arista, and deconstruction at the time. Big, big three labels. of them. Yeah, so he was the president sitting across okay. all of them. Okay, and he's a really dynamic uh, boss who was brilliant at kind of nurturing people and giving people free free reign and support when they needed it you know he wasn't uh nitpicking or micromanaging so he would say you know he, we, they would do these big chart meetings on a monday morning with all the managing directors of the labels so one of the things that jeremy would ask me to do was collate all this information for the monday morning chart meetings which was uk chart info international info um information on american artists coming into the country that we were you know having to do promo schedules for and because of that, I had to speak to everybody, you know, oh, can you get me this? Info? Can you tell me what's happening here? So I made loads of relationships and started to really understand the various departments, you know, uh, A&R, marketing, international um, promotions, what their roles were. And I think okay. I, I think then I started to then I definitely ruled out marketing 100%. I was like, I, okay, could see, <laughs> I could see like marketing was really good, but it got you so far. You know what I mean? It's okay. like, okay, you get so far with marketing. So mm. it wasn't the the role itself. It was more that like where it, am I it ending? had a, a I think war. so, yeah. Because okay. Nick said the same thing. It was like, I, I, I did not want yeah. to do marketing. But having done it, um, it, 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 it's it become you brilliant, you know, in the, in the rest of my career, having actually worked in marketing. And so I did this job. I loved it. But again, you know, I, I was like, look, I don't want, I don't want to be a PA um, any longer what am I going to do and there weren't any opportunities no one ever came to me and I maybe no one ever asked me or I never said to anyone that I worked with at BMG at the time 
I'd like to I'd like to do this or this. can I that just never happened I didn't I never had a conversation with HR you know it wasn't that kind of environment and again I'd like to think it's different now um so Nick and Christian who uh Christian had also been at London Records and I'd actually recommended them to my then boss Jeremy yeah, um to I said listen they're really talented everyone thinks they hate each other but they actually don't uh they get on really well and you should give them a label and that happened. So as this is happening- And you were still in the yeah, role thinking, of- Hang on a minute. How come I'm like here, I'm still a PA, this, this isn't fair. I've got them a massive position yeah. and I'm still in the yeah, position Yeah, like what's going on? And yeah. like, what did I lack? You know, I don't know. But anyway, so Nick and Christian, I don't know if it was Christian or Nick or both of them, had an idea for um, putting together a boy band, but they wanted to, it to be a multiracial boy band, the first of its kind in the UK. There was lots of like um, R&B music coming in from the States- and they thought, why don't we put together a UK band, kind of rip off that sound, maybe do some covers. And yeah, let's just have a go. Like, it was very naive. Yeah. Um, they were at the time signing Jay-Z, who obviously we didn't know at the time how big he was going to end up. But that, it's, it's quite big. It's quite big. <laughs> quite it's big. Quite big. I'm sure Nick mentioned Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah he mentioned um, yeah. <laughs> And uh, so they're talking about it because we're all hanging out and we're really good friends. And I said, well, ha- why don't I put them together? Because you know, I don't want to do this job for the rest of my life yeah. and I need a challenge. So... I kept my job with Jeremy and unbeknown oh, you to kept him, that one as well. Yeah, nice. yeah. Unbeknown to him in my, on my week in the weekends and um, after, after school, I was going to say, but after work, <laughs> um, me and my sister and another, another girlfriend put ads in the stage and uh, got in touch with modeling agencies and basically auditioned for a band. Nice. Uh, Sorry, unbeknownst to who? My boss. Okay. Yeah. All so right, Jeremy right. didn't know that I was, yeah. you know, I was still holding it down. You were plotting your departure. I, he didn't know. Exactly. That. And even then, I don't even know. I didn't know if that, that's what I was doing, if that makes any sense. I was just doing You're what just felt doing like it, okay. the thing to do. It's like, I want to do something else. So we'd held auditions at um, a studio that's no longer there in Brook Green, actually. Um, on oh God, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it was a big studio and we auditioned the Another Level Boys there um, and put them together. And then once I put them together, I was like, well, hang on a minute. Like, I put it together. I put it together. Like, I want to manage them. I want to do something. Yeah. And Nick and Chris were like, oh, yeah, well... Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, you don't really have any experience. So why don't we find a more um, experienced manager for you yeah. to hook up with? And that's what happened. And so when when we knew they were going to sign them, I then handed in my notice um, okay. to Jeremy. Very, very safe, um, a very safe procedure there. 100% Lamar. Okay, now I've got this. Exactly. Now I'm going to leave. Exactly. Right. No, nice. no, you know, no risk taking. Yeah. Um, and I, I was able to do both, so why yeah. not? You know, I didn't, yeah. need, I didn't need to make that kind of jump until I knew, because they could have changed their minds and yeah. I would have been left high and dry. Yeah. So did you, did, like, did you, because obviously you'd been in the, the like the secretarial kind of like PA role for ages, did you feel nervous then moving under the management banner and what that entails? There's going to be a few things that maybe you didn't know in that area. So did you feel, ooh, will I be as successful or well, will I make a, you know, will I be able to take this group that I've now made or put together will I be able to help them get to the next level or not do that you know I I, I didn't it wasn't I didn't kind of think about it it wasn't at that point that deep yeah to me it was like this is You're just like I'm coming I'm, out of that role it, to this yeah, one I'm doing it yeah it's I'm doing cool. it already I'm doing it so yeah. it's 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 okay I can do it now once I started doing it I then realized <laughs> oh my days oh, shit. <laughs> uh this is a way harder than I thought and thank god right. they had um you know hooked me you up had that, John yeah, Reed. yeah. Um, what 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 specifically at if you yeah if you can remember what specifically did you feel was the biggest um, hurdle 
becoming a manager? Managing the relationships of four young guys as a young woman who, you know, we had put them together. Okay. So they weren't, the relationships could be really fractious. And and I had, and they were all talented in their own way. And there were egos. And I would have to, I'd have situations. I remember a situation with a, a video shoot for Bomb Diggy. Yeah. And one of the guys upset because the version that we got through the night before didn't have a couple of ad libs on that he really loved. Okay. And right. him refusing yeah. on the morning of the shoot. You know, you know video shoots, right? They're like yeah. you're up at five AM. Wow. Oh I my mean, God. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're not long. They're long days. And I'm <laughs> Hurry on the up phone. And wait. Yeah, I'm on the phone and he and the driver's like the tour manager, or whatever. Oh, he won't get in the car. I'm like, why not? Put him on the phone. Well, you've taken my ad libs. I'm not gonna turn up to and I'm like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? So I probably called Nick and Christian at the time. And then I phoned him back and said, right, you're going to mime your ad libs. Yeah. And then I'm going to put the ad libs back in yeah. after the video shoot and just stuff like that. And I'm sh- shitting myself yeah. if you don't mind. Like now yeah. it'd be like water off a duck's back. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd be able to fit. But then, you know, you're 25, 26 yeah, You're thinking old. I'm going the to. The world yeah. is literally about to cave in because these videos are, you know, they cost yeah, a fortune. A lot of, well, now it's much yeah. less, but <laughs> back exactly. then a lot of money. Well, trust me, the old, we do spend a few bob on the old, the old videos still, but yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, so more, so more managing oh, the, yeah, the, the, the relationships. Oh my god, artists more so than. Oh, yeah. I, I was, thought you were going to say like the business relationships. No, no. they're fine. It was. The, I, I was okay. really in some situations like completely yeah. out of my. I depth. guess that probably comes. That's probably something more unique to when you have put people together because they they may be from different backgrounds. They may be from different yeah. upbringings. Different, so they're not actually friends they they're becoming that, friends yeah they don't have the foundations that friends have so yeah. it's it's a it, i think it's so when it's an argument to, it's a real argument yeah and, <laughs> it's an and, argument and like, i don't young, need to see you know, i don't want to talk guys to. young guys they're like how they, old are you they, were they then? they were i mean god wayne dane bowers was 16 oh that's because really i remember young. his mum his mum and dad had to come and sign the contract okay you know they, they were dane young bowers. and i was young i don't you know and they're yeah. thinking who who are you to like yeah. yeah, he was he was he he did like karate and stuff. Oh, well, not karate, but like martial arts of some sort, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We had some fun fights. Me, me no, he, he had a run in with um with Mark Morrison, and uh, I had Mark Morrison. A physical one. They had a fight, and then I no, I, I had an office. They didn't. I had an office in um, Hammersmith yeah. with, with Andrea, was my assistant. Who's she's still a great friend. Yeah, and um, she. What were they uh, arguing about? Me, I don't know, guy stuff. Okay. Oh, and yeah. the, Mark Morrison's men turned up at my office looking for me. <laughs> Poor little Andrea on her own. I mean, like we did, it was pretty, it was wild. We did, we did have some good times. And, did you manage to throw water on it? And- yeah, it went away. We, we had a really good time with another level because we did a lot of LA. It was the first time I went to LA and, yeah. you know, we, we shot videos out there. It's the first time I'd seen the A&R process, which is what I've ended up doing, which, yeah. which was what, you know, Nick was brilliant at and yeah. um, uh, finding songs, going to America, working with American producers. And what point, I may be jumping forward, but at what point did you feel, do you know what, management, or was that ever a decision? Did you just slide into A&R like you slid into management? Or did you think, do you know what, this management thing ain't for me. I'm going to move the, somehow into it. The, the band were really successful. We had like six num- six top 10 hits, I think a number one. We six? Had, yeah, maybe even more actually. I could have got the Nick, Nick's the stat. My stat yeah, no, Nick's a, my stat man. Yeah, statomatic um, But they were really successful and we were doing all the Smash Hits tours and they were, um, we played, where did we play? We played Shepherd's Bush. Nice. But, Maybe we didn't get to arenas, but anyway, it felt for us it was yeah. it was big. And then the band basically, as as we were about to, Clive Davis was wanting to you know focus on the boys for America. Big. It all fell apart. In so what way? They just all fell out. I okay. mean, it was awful. Right. It was really 
tedious. Okay. I mean, I, I say tedious now. It wasn't tedious at the time. It was like an, it was like our world was ending at the time, yeah, you know, because yeah. that was our lives. And then I carried on managing Dane, and we had a successful album with Dane okay. on his own. Um, was that when he did the one with? Um, uh, shut up and posh. forget about it. Yes. Oh, that was amazing. Posh, posh. Yeah, that's a big tune. Yeah, True Steppers. Yeah. That was yeah. a big tune. Yeah, that's that was tune. really fun. Um, she was incredible. So that was under you at that, that point. That was me and, managing. and Nick signed. Nick's, was that under me managing? Yeah, and Nick signed it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, at Sony. Um, so, yeah, it just it just ended. It just kind of slowly ended, and then Dane's career got off to a really good start, as often happens with people that leave a group. You know, the, yep. the first release is exciting, and yeah. everyone wants to hear it, and then it's really hard yeah. to sustain it. And so we parted ways, okay. and. Then, yeah. well, did you take a break then, or were you still looking for another actor? Manage? What think, did you have other? I think acts it was phasing. I didn't have any. I had. An, I had a girl called Kirsten, which which didn't wasn't really happening. Okay. And then the Dane thing was just sort of sort of just phasing out a bit. And okay. then Nick called me up one day. He he'd uh, he was MD of Epic. He'd been he'd gone to Sony. He'd left BMG. And I, this is like weird. I like key conversations in my life. I'm usually in my car and I always remember where I am in my car. Um, and I was in my car driving across Albert Bridge uh, from Battersea and he called me up and he said, listen, um, I've got this job, you know, I'm MD of Epic. I don't really know anyone. I don't really know what I'm doing. I, I don't know if he actually said that, but he didn't know what he was doing because none of us, <laughs> none of us really do it, you know, when we take a big job on like that to start yeah. with. And I really want you to come and work with me. I just really want somebody that I can trust. That's nice. And it was just a timing thing. He he obviously knew that, and and I, I was like, wow, okay, um, yeah, okay. What what but what what am I going to do? You know, I don't know what to. I don't know. I'm. I don't know what I can do there. Yeah. He said, well, I want you to do A and R. I said, I can't do A and R. I don't know what A and R is. And he said, yeah, you can. Like you've been around it. I said, no, no, I can't. You can't give me that title. I look back on this and I think, duh. Oh, come on, Joe. <laughs> what were you fucking thinking? You should have just gone. Yeah, I'll do it. Um. I said, give me another title. How about like artist development? Because it's like a broad title. Like, I've done everything now. I've done management. I've done marketing. I've done international. He said, fine. That's you can be director of artist development. Hold on, but okay, director of artist development. But what what is the key difference? I don't know. It just made me feel better because it, I just it was less pressure on A and R, and yeah. I, I genuinely felt I didn't know. Uh, and yeah. you know, I think a lot of people now. And I don't want to call out guys, but yeah. mainly guys. Yeah. Um, they'll go, yeah, I can do it, and they. They don't know yeah. what they can't. They're just not honest about it. I was yeah. honest, maybe maybe too honest. I think two important traits to becoming successful in life, just generally as a person. You know, when I say success, I don't mean necessarily uh, monetarily. Yeah. I just mean as a yeah. person is being able to tell yourself the truth. You know, yeah. so two things: number one, knowing what you don't like as well as what you do like, mm. and also being able to say to yourself, you know, I I actually don't know this. Yeah. So then it gives you the space to actually learn that and become good at it. Some people go around thinking, yeah, I can do it, I can just, I'll just, I'll just do it. And then you make a bunch of mistakes where if, whereas if you'd just taken a minute or two and learned it, you'd have been more, far more successful. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and I was, I was, you know, Nick and I were really great friends um, still and I knew that he had my back. So that was how I was able to do it. And then once I joined, um, then I realized that the artist development thing was a bit kind of meh, yeah. you know, and I started doing meetings with publishers and writers and um, looking at artists. Well, what was, again though, what was different between artist development and A&R? Is it, to uh, me, A&R kind of is that. I don't, I don't know, know. am I wrong? I don't, I don't know. think artist development is really a title. Yeah. Like, no one really has it. Because that's like being in between manager and A&R. Yeah, but, and... but, but I would say that I think um, what, 
what my job became and kind of what my job is now is is you are really the, the conduit be- between the record company and the artist and the manager. You're kind of the person, the A&R person um, is the person that sort of translate it, translates everything and makes it palatable for the artist, makes sure the artist is comfortable and hopefully delivering what the business yeah. side. So the means. record company wants the numbers to add up in a certain way yeah, and, and the results to be a certain thing. Yeah. And you are very aware of that but also yeah. slightly more aware of the Definitely. emotional side of them for, oh for the artist and the like kind of yeah. Um, yeah. And, and having that management experience definitely um has oh been yeah that's gonna help yeah, majorly plus which again you don't realize at the time but it comes into play yeah. when it's particularly now you know with a, yeah. an artist like sam smith that we have who's yeah you know globally traveling all the time and, yeah. the, and the, the, the sort of toil that that puts on, on yeah. a person so how that process then from entering via handle to okay accepting your job as uh artist okay, development yeah, yeah how long was that uh period? that would have been seven years seven years yeah and then and then i would say until, I thought, I thought a lot happened in that seven years no, a lot happened and a lot happens when you're young in seven years and then i would say the point at which i really became good at a and r uh which would have been around the time that we signed you yeah. maybe a bit after that because look because nick was still leading a and r I would say a bit when we when we signed you, but around yeah. Scouting for Girls, Paloma Faith, that was when I was like, right, I know what I'm doing now. Um, yeah. Before that, I brought artists in. I remember, you know, the Sugar Babes and Natasha Beddingfield and Mika and certain acts. Whoa. But I didn't have they're, that. Um, they're three big names you just were, mentioned. But we didn't sign them, but I brought them in. I was like, I think I think they've got something, but I didn't So the quite ear have was that. right. The ear was right. You've got to what, get. What do you feel that you, that you were missing at that point then? Um, just the experience, having something to compare it to. So when you. When you pass on an act, so let's say Natasha Bedingfield, I brought her in. We all see her. We're like, wow, she's amazing. We don't sign her. She then goes on to be successful. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's how it feels when I see an artist. To feel rejected. What do you mean? No, <laughs> when I see their success, yeah. when they're successful and you haven't offered or you haven't signed, you go, oh, right. Okay, so when I feel like that, when I get that feeling or when I see that in an artist, that's the artist that I should sign I next. see, I so see you, the gut feeling. Yeah, but you don't feeling. know what that gut, like you've got to build it up. Yeah. And my, I think it takes about seven years, seven to 10 years to actually really get in good at AI. To say, yeah, that, do you know what? Yeah. My, my feeling yeah. right now is correct. I've, yeah. t- I've checked all the boxes in my yeah. mind. I want to go yeah. on this. And by the way, we still get it wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you know. You and obviously right I, I would imagine there's always successes, but there's things that don't get signed or things that signed and never see the light of day yeah. that you learn from. Yeah. Uh, and you obviously tweak that gut feeling to say, ah, okay, I've, exactly. I've seen that. I've seen exactly. that before. I've been exactly. there. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's um, so obviously you're a lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's, even when I, I find myself saying this a lot, like you say, if I say, and I say, oh yeah, and I'm man, mm. you just say it. So mm-hmm. that is, I don't know if that's a subconscious thing or that's what's socially been implied over the years. And uh, you're obviously a lady, a very strong-minded lady. I will say very, was it? Um, single-minded? Single-minded. Bossy, I don't know. Stern. Stern, Not stern. Yeah. stern is uh, wrong because, it, see, this, you know what? Actually, let me tell you a story, right? Because I remember, right? I um, I was, uh, where was I? So I was in LA. I've forgotten why. Mixing. It you were spent video. ages mixing in bloody LA. I remember with Manny. Was it that? Oh, with Manny. No, but that was when Nick came out. Nick came out, yeah. No, there was a time before that. I okay. think it was in the first album, I think. Okay. Or was I in Miami? I was in Miami. I was in Miami, I think. Anyway, you God. came out, right? 
And I remember before you coming out, because you've got, you've, you had this, like, this aura, this, like, it's a very stern. It was a very, oh, very stern, like, Joe's fine, but she has, like, uh, it's, like, fire for a tongue. It's just, like, mm. sh- sh- like, just, I'm not very you're, subtle, you're either going to argue or you're going, or it's going to be okay, but it's just, yeah. So you, so you, then yeah. you start thinking, is she just ice then? Like, is she warm at all? Right. So then you came out to my, and, and I remember them saying, oh yeah, she, yeah, she's going to come out for a bit. And I thought, God, she goes, how's this gonna how's this gonna go? How's this gonna go? Oh my god, anyway. Anyway, you came out and you're like, oh yeah, uh, you were here for a bit, like you didn't message. I thought, right, here we go. She hasn't messaged. Then she messaged after, oh I'm, I'm I'm here, I'm just gonna be down at the pool. I see you down there at, at lunchtime or whatever. So I was like, right, cool, cool. Came down, it's gonna be bloody a, a meeting by the pool or something, it's gonna be stern, stern. Came down and I chatted with you for a while, and I was like, no. She's actually really cool. She's Thank God for she's that. warm. She's chilled. I must have spoken to you. You asked me something about Nick at the time, and I, you know, opened up a little bit. And you're like, "Oh no!" Blah, blah, blah. And you, I was like, "Who does this?" What? Maybe it's when she's out of the country. She's she's she was like so chilled and so calm. So then I started thinking, "Hold on, is that something that you've built up over the time? Like you're in a very male dominated uh, uh, industry." I was thinking, does she subconsciously put that on? Like. So, really that, so that you don't get crossed or because the person I saw there changed my entire view of you. Really? Then oh, onwards. Thank God for that. Yeah, no, because you were just very like, oh no, this, she's, yeah. she's just a cool person. I've, ne- I've never thought yeah. about it like that. I, I've never. No one has uh, ever said to you, no, oh my no. gosh, she is no, 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 just no, I, I know. No, funnily enough, um, yeah. my sister said it to me just now on the phone. She said, oh, well, just now, only, see? They're, they're, they're not telling you what they really think because you're, you're like a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> I said, really? What, um, what a great, there we go, lawyer. Yeah, she said, you're, you're like a lawyer. You're so it was like a lawyer came out and then by the pool, you were, I don't know, just a, yeah. a just, you were just Joe. You're just like, just Joe, just like chilled. I, you know what it is? Sitting there. I was like, she's really cool. I, I mean, remember that, going back and making a phone call. I forgot who I spoke to. I was like, Joe's really cool. You know, she's like really yeah. chilled. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I, I like I think to it's think that I woman. Who's people? the woman that you said? Virgin? Na- Nancy Berry. Maybe. I think it's Nancy and you. Maybe. Maybe that's how um, I got heard. You know, I mean, have you, have you met Nick? Like, yeah. he talks a lot. <laughs> so, you, there does come a point where I have to genuinely just cut across him and go, you know, if I've got something to say. I mean, I'm someone, I am not very nuanced. I'm not very subtle. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, Nick is great at stories and making people feel wonderful about things before he sort of goes in with the killer line. I just go in with the killer line. And sometimes it's... Wow, that's the fucking best thing I've heard. Let's go. And sometimes it's like, what are you doing? This is a fucking disaster and we need to go back to the drawing board. And no. it's hot. And I, and I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, but maybe it was, maybe it was. Um, Being surrounded by. Yeah. And, and like, you know, the London Records meetings, um, you know, it was, well, no, there was Lizzie Anders who, who was um, head of international. But yeah, you, you, I had to be forthright to yeah. be heard. And if you're going to get anywhere, you've got to be heard. And if I have a, view on something if i'm willy-nilly on it or like 50 50 oh like that one very good you even did the hand signal signal. one of my favorite songs and uh we should talk about that actually because i remember that that stargate trip um but yeah being forthright i I know i'm still forthright and you it is important you know that old thing of i say it to to the to our staff at capital you know when you walk into a room and there's a big meeting table do not sit on the side sit at the fucking table yeah. the basics because speak early in the meeting otherwise people just you know it's a you're very the, aggressive otherwise you're not all sorry yeah it's a, it's a, it's 
the music industry is it's a it's, it's aggressive there's lots of egos it's very very competitive and if you want to be heard you just got to speak up and it's and it's scary but if you know what you're talking about yeah it will all work out see but, there's a there's the issue there's the 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 caveat though it's like there's knowing what you're talking about and then there's feeling the confidence yes that you know what you're yeah. talking about. It's yeah. like you said about the the, the your gut. Yeah, like, I mean, I can't. You be- probably could have made those same decisions. Well, you were bringing in good acts. Yeah, Mika. Yeah. you know, all good acts, but you didn't no, have didn't the have full that- confidence to say no. Yet. I'm betting my Not house yet. on this. The first so, time I had that yeah. was with um, Paloma Faith. Yeah, uh, and uh, I met her. I think it was in March that year, and there was something about her. She she was quite Amy Winehouse at the time, like what what she was doing, and. Yeah. Um, she she put some songs up on MySpace. Um, they were they they is were. That they, she, is that how you found her? We, that, no, I found her through someone that I knew. That's okay. normally what happens. But this, basically, as the year progressed, Nick had met her. We'd had this sort of disastrous showcase where he was on his BlackBerry. She got pissed <laughs> off. It was it was like a disaster. And but the year went on, and she posted a few new songs. And there was a song that she'd written um, called "Ah oh, Broken Doll," and it had a brilliant opening line. And I went to Nick. I said, "Listen." She's a fucking star and listen to this song. I think she's getting it. And um, I brought her back in. That was in November. And I just said to him, I said, look, if you don't let me sign her, what is the point of me being here? Like, what is the point of me doing A&R, which I was doing then, and helping make records, your records and, and everything else. But I hadn't signed anything directly on my own. And that was the first time. And I didn't, it wasn't like some convoluted thing. I was just like, fuck it. Like, you yeah. let me do this or what? Because- yeah. Otherwise, I'll go somewhere else. But you see, I think that every artist, not, no, sorry, it's wrong, not even every artist, every person in the music industry needs that at some point. Everybody needs that conversation that you had behind the scenes. Yeah. Door shut. Sometimes you either crucify someone or you yeah. get them through the door. Yeah. And in doing that, it helps you. I mean, you've got to feel confident enough to yeah. do that. Yeah. And you've, but- got, you've got to work with someone who's who's confident enough, enough to let you do that, right? Because if Nick had been someone who wanted to like protect his Dominate position- Dominate himself, yeah. Which is, that happens a lot. Um, I would have had to then have left and it would be a different, you know, yeah. th- different story. Yeah. Um, but that was one of the brilliant things about Nick yeah. was he was he was like, all right then, go on then. Yeah, you're betting that much. I'm, yeah, I'm going to back you. And that's, you know, you need to- you need someone to back you. Yeah. I, and I've really felt that. And maybe particularly as a woman in A&R in a very male dominated um, section yeah. of the business, um, maybe I needed that. Yeah. Know. Another thing I was saying, well, I think it was with, I think I was talking to Nick. And, you know, another thing is com- confidence is a big thing. If you, if an individual feels confident, they can do mm. a shitload. Yeah. The second that confidence oh, gets knocked, it can knock you for six. Yeah. So like, for instance, like you said, if at that point he said, oh no, you, you don't really know what you're talking about. Leave if you want. Yeah. Even if you went to another job, I mean, it's fine, but it might take you a year or two to find your feet because of that confidence. Someone really close Definitely. to you has said, nah, you're still mm. nuts. <laughs> you, you, you could, it can knock you, you know, yeah. knock you for, so it's, you know, it's nice you, for Paloma and yourself because obviously it, moving forward, it was good, but yeah. it's nice that behind the closed doors, you felt strong enough at that moment to say, do you know what? No, 100%. I'm, I'm right here. And that was, and you know? that was just, a gut, that was a gut thing. That was just like, this is how I feel. I'm fucking saying it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes we hold things down. You hold it down like, oh, it's not the time. Yeah, yeah. And that was just like, it just came out and, yeah. and that was that. Do you ever feel, because again, it's a male dominated, um, and I don't want to dwell on this just mm. because you're, oh, no, name, okay. because you're, it's a male dominated um, uh, section, sector, 
you partnering with Nick, not partnering with another lady or whatever. You partner with Nick. Do you? Did you at any point ever feel like people weren't giving you the same? Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, okay, hundred percent. Right. I mean, for years when I even when I was working making yeah. your records yeah. and and I learned loads uh, doing that, like yeah. uh, the three albums that we made, yeah. you know, together, like the three of us. Um, people would always, and even now they still do it, even though Nick and I, you know. Uh, co-presidents now yeah um go to they would defer to nick. even the other day nick had a call oh. from somebody about an artist wanting to do a collaboration with sam and first of all they've already asked about a million times and i was fuming i was like tell, tell me the, the, the phone to the wrong fucking person yeah and the one thing about uh first of all when that happened nick would always say you want to speak to joe speak to joe speak yeah. to joe speak to joe but after a while it must get tiresome yes for you. it does yeah. but then what happens is you go you got to speak to me you got to speak to me and you uh have to protect i had to protect my space and what yeah. i was good at and it was like if you want to work with me and make records with us this Show is how we roll okay so, yeah. so if you want me to put sessions in for you and help develop the sound of your artists and for us to work together we're working together, but I'm doing it. Yeah. You're not going off on your own and doing your own sessions. And, th and then, because someone will come around the back and trying to get a session in with you uh, without yeah. asking me. And then we there lose we control over the whole process. So I've, so you, so I think personality trait wise, probably whether you're male or female, you need to have that. You got to like protect your, be really good at it, but yeah. also protect your patch. Cause yeah. otherwise it's suddenly but like- But then I think, I'm not sure that same thing would have happened to the same extent if you were a guy. Oh, no, of course with, it wouldn't. With, of course yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, now it's different now. I do think women are treated differently now. There were points in my career when Nick uh, hired me early doors where they couldn't understand what I did. What, what, what's, what, what's Joe? What does she do? Why can't she be your, why can't she be your fucking PA? They said. Why Gen can't? Genuinely, they? because I was a girl. <laughs> oh, liberties. And, and you know, and you, you mentioned about working with the women. There weren't really any women in A&R and it just happened that Nick was the person I had the history with and he gave me my break. Yeah. Did, he, did you have any, together. did you have any, um, when you became A and R, were there other ladies in the in the secretarial position, which you had, or the PA position, which you don't understand me? So who, did you did you have through? to then interact with other ladies? Yeah, while, yeah. You, like, yeah, did you have your PA and your thing? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and but we had that guys was all fine, well. and that was straight. Like, that's was, fine. Yeah, okay, that's no, fine. No, I mean, no, you know, we're all different. There's no funny. No, no, no. It's all good. Okay, it's all right. good. Um, and there are definitely, um more women now in A&R. And I, I, one of the basic things I've sort of said in the past about how do we get more women in A&R? Hire them. <laughs> Literally fucking hire them and give them a chance. <laughs> you know, it's like that simple. Um, <laughs> how do I become an athlete? Start running yeah, or start yeah. doing whatever exercises yeah. that you need to do. And, yeah. and don't, you know, give them a hard time if they take a Friday afternoon off because they've got a kid, like give them, yeah. cut them some slack. It's harder, okay? Oh, that's another thing. Mm. Cause you're, 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 you're a mother. I am. So when all that started. Oh my God. Well, like, I had, yeah, I had my kids yeah. in 2004. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, with you, when we were working with you guys. And I was quite um, conscious of the fact that this business can be all consuming and I didn't it want can it to be. pass me by. It, right, it yeah, does, if, right. And I, yeah. yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to end up end up i really wanted to have kids basically i was very very um and it's and you should be able to yeah. yeah and so there's never a good time and i had my kids when i when we were like starting to have the biggest yeah. success of our career so i look back on it i think oh my god did you feel how, like how did i cope like okay you found out you're pregnant did you feel oh do you yay. know hang on a second oh. do you know when i found out i was pregnant when 
I found out I was pregnant in Trondheim. Trondheim, okay. Yeah. With you, we were there, yeah. you and me were there. Yeah. You were working with Stargate. This is before Stargate became oh, yeah, Stargate, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh and um, you were you wrote 50-50. Yeah. And I remember it was Is really that when you found out you were and pregnant? And I did a pregnancy test. In, I'll never forget no. this. In the hotel. Uh, and um, I did the pregnancy test and it came positive. And I, the first thing I did was I, lighted, I lit a fag. <laughs> I had a cigarette out of the window. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I'm pregnant. Um, and yeah, it was so... Wow. There you go. Yeah. So, which would have been 2003, which is about right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. On that trip? Yes. I had no word of a lie. crazy. Yeah, it's quite a good story that, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, uh, so, so, like, oh my fucking God. But then did yeah. you like- I so, can't remember if I told you, you feel, or not. No, not I, on I think, the trip. I think you would have remembered. I think you'd remember Yeah, no, that. I would know that. Wow. Yeah. So, but what I mean is, so, was it just, oh, great. Or did you feel, oh, how's this going to affect my job? Uh, I knew, well, I wanted to get pregnant. So it wasn't- like, That's perfect. It was That's good, perfect. It was a good, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was, I was glad that that happened. And cool. then- I was just like, I'm just going to keep, I just, you just get on with it, don't you? I was really excited and yeah. I loved being pregnant. Yeah. And um, I think in hindsight, and I say this to women when I, when I, whenever, you know, when people talk to me about this stuff, first of all, I say, look, it's never a good time to have kids, but if you want to have kids, just yeah. fucking get on with it. And secondly, try and take a bit of time off because I didn't take much time off. I was really ambitious, really ambitious. And was that you trying to protect your space again? Or was uh, that just, no, you just want to get on with it? Maybe both protect my, yeah, maybe both protect my space. And then we had loads going on. We were having hits and yeah. um, I, I, need, I wanted to get back to work, but- Oh, this is after you After I'd had the girls, yeah. So okay. um, I only took four months off. And in hindsight, it wasn't enough. I was, I think about- How, how long did you Four months, and I had twins. Oh yeah, no, no, and twins. I, I, Jeez. When the girls were about five, when I, I remember finding out they got into, so it's slightly digressing, but when they got into primary school, which was the local uh, church school, and it was really important to me they got in there because it's a really good school. I kind of had a bit of a a bit of a break, sort of breakdown. Oh, yeah, like yeah. I, I think it all caught up with me. Yeah, I had like, to take it, whew, had to, I like I had to take some time off work and just go, you know. So it That's does. Another thing, you know, I, every person that I've spoken to, God, at some point has had to have a moment yeah. to, because it gets tough you know yeah. it's a music is a very i say tough i mean there's there's obviously tougher things in life but i just mean it it's a very all-consuming thing i mean you have you you yeah. must have had moments where oh yeah yeah do you know is this when my I've, I've said this before but i'll just keep it brief but when my mother passed away um i didn't it was before dance with you so oh. it was literally yeah. the week before or something like oh that so i didn't stop i just you know, did what I needed to do financially for everything. And then I just kept on going, going, yeah. going. And that she also spoke to me before she said that's what she wanted. So I was doing that. And literally five years later, yeah. I was in the studio. I couldn't sing. I was, I was gone. There was nothing wrong with singing, but I couldn't catch breath. I couldn't. Probably the, had, you probably had a panic attack. Yeah, singing Dance With You, yeah. a song I sing every single day was suddenly the most difficult thing in the world. And then um, I went to a number of doctors. Eventually, mm. Harry sent me to one in central London yeah. um, and um, on Harley Street. And he said to me, checked everything. He said, everything was normal. He said, uh, have you, are you stressed in any way? I said, no. Yeah. He goes, what's happened? So I said, deep. Yeah. I it's said, so you know, deep. years ago, my mum passed. I didn't, you know, I guess I didn't really cry or anything. I didn't really mourn. I was very, very sad. I cried obviously, mm. but it wasn't like how I thought it would be. So he said, you know, you need to stop for a bit. I was like, I don't think it's that. He was like, no, no, just stop for a bit. So um, he let me, he, uh, Harry uh, said, oh, go away for a bit. So I went to Thailand on my own for 10 days. You know, monks and mm. elephant staff and Perfect, the place. Yeah. They give you a massage every single morning. I think Lovely. on the day, the night before I came back, 
I was watching, I remember I was sitting on the bed watching like Oprah Winfrey. I don't know. That's the only thing that was on television yeah. there because there's no phones allowed. So I was sitting there. Oh my God. Tears. Like I, I, I was crying as if yeah. I had lost everything in my life and been stabbed in the leg yeah. and been hanging off a cliff. I was crying like, but the thing is mentally I wasn't though. Mentally I was like, what's this about? Because <laughs> I'd mentally because you, gone because you keep going, and then, but then your physical yeah. body goes. Uh-uh, yeah. No, yeah. you got to. You got to. It stop. continued for three days. Got to London, never cried again. Don't totally it. fine. Went to studio, sing everything. Fine. Fascinating. I was like, wow, the body it stores it somewhere. It stores it. It gets you through. Yeah. But then one day it, it catches like, up with you, dude. Yeah, it's just got yeah. to come out. We've all had, we've all had a, some sort of breakdown. Yeah. Nick, I'm done. If yeah, Nick has as well. He probably yeah, yeah. He it. said about his one. Yeah. yeah. So I think everybody needs to stop at some point. There's not necessarily a set yeah. point either. It's not when things get bad or things get. It's just sometimes your yeah. body says, "I've kind of had yeah. enough, dude. I, you know, you need to stop. And if you're not going to stop, I'm going to stop you." And you think of how many years you know we work. Like I worked from. 21 yeah non-stop to yeah. 32 when i had the goods yeah 34 when i had my and you don't, in a very high pressure yeah. job like it's quite yeah the hit thing like having yeah. hits is high pressure it's up and down like yeah. you know it's it's um and you and then you have a hit and then you gotta have another one <laughs> And, it, and it, I'm still doing it like 20 odd years later and still trying to have bloody hits. And it, it, it certainly doesn't get any easier. And when you don't have one, it's like, oh, no, when and, you do have one, yeah. And you talk about confidence. I mean, A&R, it is, you talk to any A&R person. Yeah. Um, and see, I like you, you said A&R person. Yeah, and I so find that really easy now. Man, but, I, but I used to say person. A&R man, but I do, I, I find that that's just, you get used to that. Um, but it is, it's highs and lows. And sometimes we're super confident um, you know, like when I had 50 50, when I had yeah. dance with you, yeah. I yeah. fucking knew that is yeah. a smash 50 50. Mm. Like, you know, yeah. but there's other times when record comes in or you records come in or you put a record, like, yeah, it's not, you know, you, yeah, you don't not, quite, you just don't have that, but you yeah. can't always have that feeling because those records are, they are like, uh, you know, um, stardust, it's like yeah. once in a yeah. uh, every so I often, you, it falls I think in a haystack, what is it, in a haystack, needle in a haystack, yes, and yeah. so you, 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 sometimes you, you, you can't wait for those records to come along, you know, you've got to keep. You got to keep going, but you hit these like real depths of like oh, I'm sh- I don't know what I'm doing. I, yeah. I, I, I can't actually, uh, Nick said about like obviously you, you guys uh, left Sony. Yeah, yeah. So you're at Sony. How long? How many ten years? years? Were you ten, ten years. So years, we we left Sony. Yeah, when I was oh, actually I'm not going to tell you how old I was, but anyway, I was <laughs> turning a uh, about to go into a new decade, and I really it was time for change. Yeah, yeah. So into your twenties. All right, yeah, and then you're just you. about to change, and then he, actually Nick said that you drove that yes. move. Yes, because uh, you were people, saying, "Oh, we're we're not getting yeah. the international." And again, a lot of people would probably say, "Oh, Nick is moving from thingy," this and obviously it. Joe's going along as this well. And this is what I mean yeah. about feeling. Uh, yeah, I I, I kind of like it though because no one really knows what goes on, but. I, um, <laughs> but do you? I don't know. Uh, sometimes you must feel like. Ah, uh, it suits me sake. sometimes. It suits yeah. me sometimes because I can be a bit more low profile, and that's actually quite. I can have maybe you know a good work life balance. But um, no, I'm I'm a quite. When it comes to my relationship with Nick, yeah, it's very often me. Yeah, driving things. Yeah. yeah. So you, moving from Sony to Universal. Um, uh, Universal. Yeah. That's it. How did that? get initiated like how did that uh yeah. well it's a small industry there's only three major corporations <laughs> yeah. warner sony universal and uh nick had spoken to lucian before when he was running the uk company uh, yeah. and we hadn't quite i think it's when i just had the girls actually and I, I didn't feel ready for it then um we hadn't really proved ourselves i didn't think enough to sort of make that you're very considered leap. though aren't you yes like, you want to take jumps but you're like i still want to be i'm gonna make sure the well, thing's let, there and then yeah like over. let's make let's consolidate before yeah. we move on to the to the next bit i think yeah. that's how you it's all about good foundations isn't it because if you've got f- foundations you've got 
Lamar, Paloma Faith, Scouting for Girls, Ollie Murs, Milo, all this stuff. It's hard for people to question you. Yeah. Aloe Black, sorry, I forgot yeah. Aloe Black. Oh, yeah, they're like, yeah. oh shit, these, okay, they know what they're doing. So when, so the, it felt like good timing and we're, you're always talking to other competitors and yeah. you know people kind of know when your deals oh is it everyone yeah 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 they're always phone call and key relationships going and that's you know if you're a chairman or chairwoman uh you know, that's part of the job is to keep tabs on the the, the good the good a and r people that you might want to come and work with you one day and yeah. so that's that's really what happened there and it, it was time for us to go and we we felt we kind of reached our potential and i think some of our acts we felt should have done better internationally yeah. maybe they shouldn't make you know but we were arrogant enough to believe that we yeah, could yeah, do better yeah. somewhere else and, and also that's the thing with music music is very speculative yeah it's like oh my god it's crazy how long is a piece of string is a song yeah. good is it bad it, yeah if you'd spent more could it have done better or not yeah i mean who, who oh knows it's so open-ended exactly you know? so uh so that was um gosh 2011-ish i think 11. we went yeah. to um universal and that was basically i mean in hindsight I don't think I'd do it again. But we started with no artists. You know, we didn't go and start, you know, run Polydor or yeah. Virgin EMI or anything. We were like, it's Joe and Nick. It was London Records. Uh, we had that name. They had it from back in the day. So that's kind of romantic. Oh, London Records, that's where we met. Uh, and it was hell, you know, <laughs> trying to start from scratch. We, 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 we lost all our confidence. It was really... The worst time in my the life. Confidence. And that's when Nick had a breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, the confidence. I tell you, oh I said God. it to Nick. I was like, confidence is, is, uh, is everything. Mm. Like, I, I can speak from an artist's point, mm. yeah. If you are confident on stage, yeah, no one, in your mind. No one can touch you. Not close. There's not a note. There's nothing. You, you're, it's, it's not possible, right? Once, if, for whatever reason, your confidence goes, you can spend a while searching for yourself. You can spend a while, but you, I think it's had, a human thing. Have you, had to, have you had moments where you've been on stage and you've had that moment of like not feeling oh, yeah, yeah, like you can smash yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'll oh. say that. Yeah. You, um, the thing is because when you're, especially when you're signed to a, 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 you know, a major label, mm. like when I was, not while I was at, while I was at Sony, um, you're doing it every day. So because you're, you know, especially back then, there's, there's, there's a TV show every day. There's a there's something on every single day. So you're having to put yourself up against the bar mm. every day. So vocally, you, you, you'll feel fine. Um, when it comes to touring, that's a whole other thing because then you're doing like 25 songs a night, every single yeah. night, you know. So you're on a roll. you might have dips at that point. But by the end of those tours, any tour that I've done, especially like the Reason Tour, at the end of that tour, no one, no one. Mm. There's no one. I'm sorry, it's too strong right now, yeah, you know. Yeah. But it's like you yeah. have seasons. After that, you might have a dip. You're not doing as much, and then, and then it, oh. it goes to the voice. It, it, it's, and yeah. then you start questioning yourself and questioning things and questioning. So, it's it's, but I think it's, it's like you it's say, tough. it's like A and R. It's, it's like really any similar. creative yeah. thing. You're going to question yourself. It's like ebb and flow, up and down, and it's it's like yeah, it's it, you get really tough moments. And that's it's nice yeah. to have someone. You know, I I can imagine it's hard being a solo yeah. artist. Like I, oh, at least, yeah, definitely. You know, at least I, I ha Nick and I had. You each can other. bounce off. You low, I'm yeah. low too, man. Damn. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lick our wounds oh, together. Pick, pick yourself up. What's what's fucking wrong with you? We've done it before. We'll do it yeah. again. That's what I said to Nick. And yeah. I, I really believed it at the yeah. time. But as years tick on, like how long? Yeah. How long was was your like drought, so to it was, speak? It was like three. It, well, actually, yeah. in hindsight, so so it was 2011. We actually signed Sam Smith in 2012. Yeah. Uh, so again, and, the ear was nice, but you had it. Yeah, quite and we looked, at, I, I really wanted to sign the, the 1975. We went to meet them, but we passed. I was, I like I, that's them. when I was feeling a bit wavy, like, oh, you know. I like um, them. Yeah, me too. That would have been a good signing. Joe, your gut, your gut. Yeah. Ooh, stop yeah. the gut. Um, and so we started having hits 
2014. So it was it was three to four years. But if you think about starting a three new years business, can feel a long. Oh my like god, it can, and feel, it, like, can but, feel like. But 10. I remember like we had a finance meeting, and the finance guy said, "Oh well, you know, at the end of the first year, you know, you should be making X amount." And I was like, "What are you talking about? Like what what new business that you are literally starting from scratch? We've got no catalogue. Is going to make profit in a year? Like you've got to give us." In hindsight, really, it's it's five years. Yeah, it's and you're not years. and you're not selling, you're not selling, you know, physical products. You oh got even yeah. if you have an artist, you still got to make sure that the product is there's a good song and a good yeah. package before you can put it out. So exactly. you might have the right artist, like you like you said, the, the year later you got Sam, then yeah. two three years later <laughs> before you yeah. had the finished thing. So music it's it's not it's music business but it's oh, not it's nothing like normal business. nothing like normal business it's, yeah. it's nothing like that so yeah. so during that time you felt like oh my it god it was tough it was I'm really quite tough shit at what i do yeah so exactly unique. it was all a mistake it was yeah. all a mistake what are we doing here and um and then we we um we were looking at lots of artists we signed five seconds of summer we signed sam and then it started to which in to hindsight now is, is massive but well, <laughs> at the, the time biggest, like, yeah the, but but we but when when we met sam yeah uh I knew. How did uh, Sam come to your radar? Uh, somebody radar? that I used to work with at London Records, uh, Alex Payne. London Records saves yeah. your life, isn't it? Uh, he was managing. A, he had been managing a songwriter, Jimmy Napes. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, as well. and um, he sent me a link to the video for Latch with the Disclosure song that Sam was featured on, and he said, "Listen, I think this guy's got a really great voice. I think you should check it out." And I played it, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Um, Played it to Nick, and then we arranged a meeting with his uh, with uh, their manager, which was Sam. Actually, had three managers at the time, and I was a bit like, "Oh my god, three? Who has three managers?" Yeah, what, so really? I was a bit wavy uh, about when it. When you say three, as in three, three separate managers? Well, they or? were all working together, but they all came to the meeting together, which is quite a lot. Okay, it is. But it was fun actually, and they were also they were totally yeah. lovely. Yeah, he's but still you got know three. He's got two. Okay. Yeah, right. he's got two. Right. Um, on very good friends, uh, very very good terms with with the third. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we a few weeks later we did the meeting, heard some music, um, liked some of the music. Yeah. Then we met Sam, and absolutely, you know, fell in love. You you yeah. kind of fall in love with artists, yeah. like yeah. it's a connection thing. Yeah. Um, and we immediately connected, and I just immediately was like, I kind of I think I know what kind of record where, where you want to make to go. Yeah, yeah. like a soulful pop record and sounds yeah. like yeah that's what I want and other people have been saying oh you should make a dance record or you should do this and we we were aligned on kind of where yeah. he wanted to go creatively and then we went to see him them perform and uh they blew us away Sam's voice is incredible yeah. and that's when I outside sitting in my car I was about to go to New York to try and look at another artist and I said to Nick, da, 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 do not fuck this up while I'm in New York. Make <laughs> sure you make sure you close this deal. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so that's 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 uh, that was still that's 2012. Yeah. Yes. And and you you were going through your drought in that, that yes. period, like you, yeah. Yes. So then, what what made you feel low at that point then? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, well, I was that. It, well, I say I was low. Actually, it was Nick that was really low. Okay. Um, you just got him a bit. And what's, I was, what's that woman's name again? I, um, Nancy Berry. I was. Nancy I was, buried it. I did become quite stoic. I think is the word. Okay. Um, I had moments of of downness, but I really needed to keep Nick up, and I was okay. conscious of that. So, but when we met behind, Sam, behind every good they, man, they say that a I know. strong woman. I know it's cheesy, but you know, yep. in this case, I think at that at that moment it was true. You know, Nick's been the roles have been reversed. Yeah. You know, in at other times. Um, but the minute we we heard Sam sing, I mean, I didn't doubt yeah for a fucking second yeah. all right so so then 
when did that fall into place? So you're, this is, sorry, it went from London. You said London, so it went from well, London we to changed, We changed, we changed um, the name over because there was a universal board, EMI, and they got the capital group. Okay. Right. And they wanted uh, a capital US and a capital UK. Okay. And we were like, yeah, you know so, what, it's yeah. cool. The London thing isn't really working anyway. Cool. And that just happened to coincide with signing Five Seconds of Summer and Sam. Okay. Uh, so it felt like oh they were Capital Records yes. and suddenly it's, it's happening again nice. so um, from 2012 kind of yes, it was yes. Capital right. and then Sam we started releasing music in 2013 uh, right. and he started doing dates and then the album came out 2014 and then uh, okay yeah. yeah so it was a you know it's a bit of a it moved pretty fast I mean yeah. this and this was pre both Five Seconds of Summer and Sam were kind of just on the cusp of streaming yeah. happening and stuff yeah. so so then really the so because obviously we see what did, what went well, but then, so what was getting, say, Nick and sometimes yourself down was other acts maybe at that period, which hadn't well, yeah, broken we, you know, through we then sign, or I, We yeah. sign other things, okay. which we, no, no one talks about the things yeah, yeah. that don't work. Yeah. We had a couple of big, big dance records. We had a brilliant dance yeah. record with Karen Harding. That didn't um, quite do what you wanted it to do. No, that, 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 no that did really well, oh, actually. I'm okay, mentioning so, a good one. Okay. Um, but yeah, there were artists that we'd signed and yeah. sometimes it just doesn't come together, even if the artists yeah. are brilliant. Yeah, and they, then they, that they, makes you then question yeah, yourself. Yeah, because it's also, you're spending, you, you, you spend as much time on an act that completely bombs or you never release a record. Yeah, as you do as on, you do on, on, on a you or a Sam yeah. or a Paloma or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you kind of have to be quite, um, I don't want to say cal callous is the wrong word, but you've got to be able to forget and move on really quickly because yeah. you can't got, like yeah. start being upset about yeah. things that happen. Is that saying? No one cares. You just got yeah, to move, <laughs> just get move the it. fuck on, right? Or they'll get someone who does care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? um, so so you, yeah. Can't, you can't, like once you once something's not working, you've got to, you've got to move on yeah. quick. Um, on average, just random. Yeah, on average then, how much, because each, each time you do something, you spend, right? Mm -hmm. You want to know the number? Does that pressure ever? Yeah, like on average. A million. A million on an act. A million to know whether it's working or not, yeah. And then if it bombs, um, that's just it. it that's is just what it, it is. yeah. You have to write it. You off. hopefully then yeah. stumble across one one day, which yeah. then, you know. Does, you, you can right. so you can spend, now you you get a better read earlier in, into that million. Um, but What's you, the read from though? What, from streams? Just from streaming and stuff and just uh, so streams are like... Um, it depends on the, the act. Oh, uh, no, Lamar, let, don't even go there. It's, it's like... Uh, I know. <laughs> it's very difficult for artists who... A new artist? Uh, and artists that weren't in that environment when they when started, started releasing yeah. music. But there are other ways, you know, it's a very um, complex environment. It's much broader now, now isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's much yeah. Broader. it used to be very straightforward and it is not. Yeah. But there are, I think there are more ways. It's probably harder to become a superstar artist now, um, but there are more ways to, to become an artist that, where you can make a decent yes. living. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. So a million a time ish. Ish, yeah. At some point, the finance guys talking yeah. to you, right? It's like that, um, that's but that's can I have a meeting? See, that, probably what <laughs> people don't know is half of A and R is yeah. like being able to convince everyone that what you're Spend doing. Spend a million right. here. It's yeah. definitely right. And, and then when it's not right, you're like, you're, ouch. And then you got to go and then hope they forget like quite quickly. Okay, yeah. another million over yeah, here. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> Another what million like. on red. <laughs> so, so you got to like really be good at kind of um, selling uh, and promoting your artists, yeah. even within the own, the company that you work at to say, yeah. look, please trust me. Okay, this we got a bit wrong or, yeah. you know, this happened. There was a pandemic or whatever it might be. <laughs> um, and uh, trust us, look, we've done this before. It is not an exact science yeah. by any stretch but um yeah part of it is getting people to believe in your vision and yeah. the artist's vision and the management's vision big part of a and 
what do you, what do you want from from here moving forward oh, you've, 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 you've gone through you've had uh, you've done all the jobs in the music business you've had okay success mediocre success good success awards yeah. huge success massive success global success yeah. what, 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 what do you want now um this is a good question because I have always had a plan. Yeah. Uh, is always it to sail off and live by the beach somewhere? It maybe it is. I don't <laughs> with, know. Your, with your but twins. I, I'm, I, 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 don't ha I genuinely don't have a concrete plan. I, I normally do. And um, we were thinking about America for, for a bit. And that was quite something. Uh, you've kind of done that though, right? We've got well, a global act. We've got a global act, but we haven't lived there. Um, it just doesn't I'll live seem. live there. Yeah, that was one thing That's maybe we do next. But it doesn't. It's not as appealing now. Um, AKA, um, um, I'm sorry, not AKA, a la um, Darkest Beasy. Yeah. yeah. He's done that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he's got Has he got children? York. Yeah. He's, he, oh, we've, yeah. Actually, we've actually, yeah, we just hired his daughter actually, Darcy. He's lovely. Oh, cool. He's in New York. Um, Ashley Newton, yeah. who was at Virgin. When I was at Virgin with Nancy Berry, he's in, he's in LA. He, he was at Capitol for a long time. Yeah. Um, but just recent events, yeah, just the whole thing. Just... I just, I, it's not as appealing. Um, uh, what I love... But okay, but even if it was America, like what? There's not, there's not really. It's just bigger. It's yeah. just, it's just more. There, it's just a bigger market. More of that size. Uh, yeah, stuff. and and right. maybe a bigger role. I mean, look, I'm not 25 anymore. I've got a lot of experience. What other role? Uh, huh? President of a company. What, yeah, I'm president. No, no, but I mean, I, I, we're we're quite still quite small. I mean, maybe we could do something bigger. Um, but then I don't know. I quite like the fact we're small. Perfectly formed. How are you I like small? Well, because we're only the, the actual core team is only like 10, 10 people. We're twelve people now. Isn't that the same? Like in most? no, because they all have big promo departments and in, and marketing. Oh, departments. I see, including we're, we're, promo, all of that. Yeah, we outsource a lot of stuff, so we actually are quite the core team at Capital's very small, and that's kind of that's cool part. though, right? Yeah, it is. But I'm just saying, if I was if we're going to do something else, Moving maybe forward, you know, maybe yeah. it's like a I don't yeah. know, um, or maybe not. Maybe we just I still love what I'm doing now. You yeah. know, there's still I've still got artists to break because you know there's because you know after every high there's a low and after every low there's a high 100%. so what i mean is do you have the the stamina not stamina i'd like can you be bothered to go through at some point you know a little dip knowing though there's going to be another high yeah and yeah. then go back to your notes you know that's all yeah, that I mean, that's, again. That's, yeah, yeah I mean. it, listen it is it's not it's it's different as you as you're more experienced because yeah. It's less pressure in a way because you pr once you've, you've proven, proven yourself, yourself time yeah. and time again. So, yeah. but it's still frustrating when things don't work out. You think, oh my god, I would have thought. Like I'm still learning. Like shit happens. I'm like, oh my god, like, why didn't I think of that? Still learning. Right. Still like, less stressed about it when yeah. it goes wrong. More way I more confident. Also, I guess technology plays a lot of, of uh, a, a huge part in um, how people consume music and yeah. new horizons. So that will also yeah. bring challenges yeah. as, as you go along. There's always, there's always, yeah. there's always something to learn. But no, I, I'm listen. Still got. Still got a lot to do. Yeah. Still, you know, we've still got, you know, Sam, Sam, Sam we just released thing. a single, we've got an album coming out. I'm working on it. Sam's fourth album. I, mm. I, I, I love, I love, I just love working with people who are smart and who you can learn from. And I learn from Sam in particular all the time. You yeah. know, Sam's a really, truly great artist nice. and um, working with Sam's team. So I think as long as it's interesting and it's fun, you keep moving, yeah. you keep moving yeah. and We'll 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 see. Not not sure what the ne next chapter uh, yeah. entails yet. You yeah. have to come back and ask me. I will. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So uh, uh, last question: Young girl sitting at home, eighteen, nineteen, maybe yeah. twenty, just finished doing some stuff with bands with weird names, um, <laughs> and wants to get into the music industry. What do you think her now in this day and age? What do you think 
her oh. her one piece of solid advice from someone who's 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 done it. One piece of advice. Yeah. Oh, um, oh my God. One piece of advice. Yeah. Well, you, I guess get your, get, get your foot, get your foot in the door. Um, so like don't hesitate. Basically. Just, just, yeah. And don't give up, like have a plan. Okay. This is my advice. Have yeah. a plan, but if something's not working out, don't worry about changing your plan. Okay. So okay. if you if you if you get in somewhere and you're like oh this isn't what I want it doesn't matter just try something else like don't overthink stuff yeah keep moving turn up I, mean, I can't yeah. give you one thing so there's yeah. like no a no few. no go on, yeah. uh, you know turn up um, and yeah just, your, and, just, and don't change your plan just get on with it kind of thing yeah or but what yeah. I'm saying is like if something's not quite right it doesn't matter like you'll f- figure out just try something else yeah, you know yeah, don't yeah. fixate on something. And, like and like don't that. take stuff too personally and pick your friends, you know, pick the people that you're hanging out with. Work with people who are really smart and the minute you're not learning anything from them anymore, move on. Nice. Is that okay? Very, very Joe. Just but, go. It is, you see. There you go. See that no, focus. No, I like yeah. It. Joe, thank you very much. Thank you. For talking it's to been me. fun. It's been more fun than I, than I, I not that I didn't think it was gonna be fun, but it's been a lot of fun. Great thank to see you. you. Thank you. Cool. Source the verdict. Hard or soft in the center. Do you know what? I think hard might actually be the wrong word. Not hard, straight to the point. That's what Joe is, straight to the point. I think I should employ a bit more of that in my character sometimes as well. Uh, really enjoyed talking to Joe. Thank you so much for listening today. If you like today's show, please do subscribe. And if you can, take a moment to rate this podcast on iTunes. I appreciate your time. And if you've got any questions or suggestions for the show or for me myself, feel free to email me. It's Lamar at thelamarshow.com. That's Lamar, L-E-M-A-R at thelamarshow.com. If you're an artist or a musician, you need advice, etc., etc., uh, feel free. All right, let's do it again in a fortnight, my friends. Peace.